Welcome to the Sports Art Censored Podcast. Get all the uncut opinions, takes, and analysis here. What's up, everybody? Appreciate you all you guys joining the um, the Sports Art Censored Podcast today with me. Um, so we're going to get to a couple things today, and we're going to get to the Monday Night Football game. We're going to go over Colin Kaepernick's recent acquisition to be in the NFL and getting a workout. Should Lamar Jackson be in the MVP race? And do I think Dallas is going to miss the playoffs? All right, guys, let's get into it. Our first segment, uh, like I said, is going to be Monday Night Football. And people are getting on my nerves with saying that Russell Wilson heightened his MVP race by winning this football game. I don't think he did one bit. I don't think he did one bit. He he was not the MVP of this game. First of all, the Seattle Seahawks defense was the MVP of this game. The man threw for 155 yards in the total of regulation. He did not play well. Not only did he not play well in regulation, he didn't even play really well in overtime. First drive, botched that. And then he got another one. He got the ball back. He threw a pick in the red zone, a sloppy pick, underthrown pick. So I believe a linebacker. And the ball was like a, a floater. Like it wasn't even wasn't even competitive throw. Like, you know, it was one-on-one. It was just a jump ball. Because that's just not true. The real, the real, um, the real MVP was Clowney. He forced a fumble, picked up a fumble, took it to the house. And really, um, when it comes to Seattle winning this game, I don't think it was how good Seattle was. I honestly think it's how bad the 49ers were. And that's that's it's as simple as that to me. The 49ers were horrible. Um, when you turn over the ball like that, you're you're gift wrapping the game. And you know, I got news for people that uh 49ers did not have Emmanuel Sanders. George Kittle was out that game. And they were without some talented guys. And they're making mistakes, and they were gift wrapping touchdowns, and they Gave you the ball back after a shanked field goal that they should have got. They should be nine and zero right now. I'm sorry to break it to everybody, but um, that was the 49ers playing bad. That had nothing to do with Russell Wilson pulling out his MVP status. No, no, he did not pull out his MVP status at all. He didn't pull away from any other candidate in that game. Matter of fact, in my list, he dropped because he played like complete ass. He did not play good at all. And, you know, some of that is, you know, cognizant to the 49ers defensive line, you know, being annoying and getting in your face and you're getting hit a lot. But there again, I mean, 49ers defense didn't do that bad of a job. Because Chris Carson did not run 
like he usually did. The 49ers are doing a good job holding him at bay. The real the real MVP in this game, <coughs> excuse me, the real MVP of this game would be the Seattle Seattle defense, and you know the, the biggest MVP is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo for not holding on to the ball. One of my keys to that game, I knew it too. One of the keys to that game was the fact that if Jimmy Garoppolo started that interception bullshit, this was going to happen. He started this fumbling in the pocket bullshit. This was going to happen. They were going to – honestly, though, the reason I'm kind of impressed is because with the fumbles and they're like, you know, throwing stupid throws and – not stupid throws, actually. That that pick – I mean, I, I can't I can't get too mad at him with that interception because um, it, his wide receivers could not – Catch the ball. Not one. Not one of the wide receivers to catch the ball. Manuel Sanders left the game, and it's like they lost their ability to be a pro wide receiver. I don't know what happened. I guess Emmanuel Sanders took Michael's secret stuff to the locker room with him. Said, you ain't allowed to have none. Because uh, we, we were, I was pretty close to wanting to put some, uh, some of that sticky. I need to put some glue on them gloves, man. Because that interception, yes, he threw it high. He threw it high. You still should catch it. It was sort of Jimmy's fault, but I, I'm, that's why I'm not putting the interception 100% on his shoulders because, like I said, I need to be consistent. Because I my other my other shows, I have criticized Dak for throwing it behind players and the interception is his fault. So, yes, interception kind of was Jimmy Garoppolo's fault. But, but. Not really. And um, just like with Dak, I mean, it kinda, they, they kind of weren't in his fault, but they kind of were. You got to hit these guys in the right spot. But even when he was hitting guys in the right spot, they're still dropping the damn ball. But, no, I don't think that Russell Wilson won this game because of Russell Wilson. I, that's not true at all. And, I mean, I don't even want to hear that. I want to hear that one bit. San Francisco 49ers D kept them in the game too. So, like I said, both offenses are playing like garbage, facing good defenses. So, I mean, that is what it is. But, no, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to listen to uh, – I'm really not going to listen to anybody saying that Russell Wilson somehow, you know, did better in the MVP race because of that. That's absolutely ridiculous. Definitely, definitely not going to listen to that one. It was a great job by the Seattle Seahawks defense. Did a lot of things that surprised me, things that I didn't think they were going to do today. Not today, Monday. Um, a lot of it was rushing the quarterback. I did not think they were going to get a they're going to get a pass rush like that, which is definitely a key to the game because they have a terrible pass defense. So therefore, when you have a pass, terrible pass defense and you know you have 15 sacks on the year, most of the time if you don't stop the run, you get spanked. So therefore, Unfortunately, that that happened to the 49ers. They got a pass rush, and you know they were able to they were able to hold my man Brita and Coleman kind of at bay. So therefore, it was literally more on the Seattle Seahawks defense. I am not gonna no, I'm not giving Russ a whole a whole shitload of credit. I'm just not doing that. All right, guys, moving on to our next segment of the day. We're going to get to the Colin Kaepernick gets a workout this weekend. 
Um, I don't know how to feel about that. I have no idea how to feel simply because um, I just don't understand why you go through all of that. You know, the grievances, the lawsuits, the, um, the, the wardens of money. You sue your boss and you come back and ask for your job back. Sorry, I missed that. You, you literally sue your boss for a grievance and you get awarded dollars and for some odd reason you come back. I know I, I can understand the the love of football and I can understand all that. But I, I don't understand why I go through all of it. You know, you're you got commercials with Nike, you got obviously you have a deal with Nike. Your money's not strapped. Um I think that I mean, I'm concerned that your money's strapped because you're coming back to the NFL. That's the only thing I'm, I'm kind of looking at here. But um, I think you had a lot of other ventures, you know, with your with your movement and with your point in the NFL. Whether you want, whether you know anybody wants to agree with it or not, you know, I thought you were doing at least good things to a point when it comes to that. And I thought you had a lot more stuff just to deal with outside of football and, you know, a movement that you wanted to keep going with. And to be honest, I haven't seen too much. You know, they had a Nike ad, but, you know, don't don't, don't all yell at me at once. I'm not on Colin, Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick's uh, fan page. So it's not like I'm sitting here, you know, knowing his every move because I'm not going to pretend like I do know. But when it comes to vocalized in the public, when it comes to, you know, getting up there and speaking and really speaking out, I have not seen Colin Kaepernick really, really do anything in the recent, in the recent times. I haven't seen it. And the, the Neil thing that's kind of died out in the NFL, haven't really seen that too much. Um, the protest, you know, it's for a good thing. But unfortunately, that year it just it's just it spiraled spiraled down, and and the people saying it's not his right to kneel, you're wrong. It's absolutely his right to kneel. So therefore, and I was in the, and I was in the military, I was in the army. So believe me, um, we fight for people's rights, and you know what I'm saying, and freedom is one of them. And I'm not going to sit here and say he had no right to kneel. That's that he does have a right to kneel. Any player, any American has the right freedom of speech and to do and say what they would like to do. So I'm not going to put that on them. But coming back to football after three years, and I don't see Colin Kaepernick, especially the story he is, you know, the attention he is. I don't see him taking a back. I don't see him wanting to take a backup job. He's going to take a backup job. But I don't know if he's going to thrive in that. Um, I don't know how many organizations want their backup. Um accruing that much attention and creating that much of a media frenzy. I don't know how many organizations want that. Um, it's a really tough situation because I think Colin Kaepernick as a football player is better than, you know, a lot, probably a lot of these backups. I'm not going to say a lot of starters. I think he could start in a few places, but I don't think they're going to get him because they're looking, they're looking down the road. You know, I think the Miami Dolphins are going to probably draft a quarterback. I think the, um, the Bengals are probably gonna strike, gonna snatch up Joe Burrow when he when he gets drafted first overall. 
So I think a lot of these teams that need quarterbacks aren't looking for quarterbacks to fill in. They're not looking for veterans. I could see the Chicago Bears if they're looking for it because they they might they may they might want a veteran. Um, I mean, looking at it, man, I don't I don't know which team would want a veteran quarterback to come and and a kind of old quarterback to be honest and come back and play that hasn't played in three years and start. I don't. And then we got to get a guy got to uh, get to get to the money situation. You know, what money is he willing to take to play football? Because that's just that's how it's going to go. You're going to have to take pay cuts. Like he's not going to get a bunch of money. Like he might get a one year deal with some team just to see how it works out as a backup. And I, like I said, I, I don't understand. I don't know what organization would want their backup actually just a demanding that much attention in the media or demanding. You know, we don't want. I don't want my backup quarterback at a press conference. That just makes no sense. I, I don't want my backup quarterback in a press conference. I don't want him all over the media. You know what I'm saying? You don't see backup quarterbacks, you know, sucking up the glory in the media. You don't see him getting interviewed all the time. And I don't know how the NFL feels about bringing him back. I don't – look, man, you didn't you, – you really, 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 really burnt that bridge when you decided to sue him, when you decided to uh, – get a lawsuit on this league and you know when you when you did that you sued the owners i mean you you're you're you literally bit the hand you're asking to stretch out again so i don't know how successful this is going to be for you i wish you the best i think you're a better player than some of the backups in the league and if they have jobs you probably could get one too you know based off ability but when it comes to the owners and, you know, which, with the damn, some of that damage you've already caused inside the league and not damage you caused, but, I mean, by suing them, you sued the NFL owners, all of them. You, 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 you said all of them were, had collusion with keeping you out of the league, and you really, really bit that hand. You really, really bit that hand. I'm, I'm sorry to say it because – I think you're a decent player. You were a decent player when you came in. You know, you were – I'm not going to sit here and say you were some uh, pro bowl, you know, all pro starter. But, you know, especially after you got hurt and you couldn't really move around as much. But I'm not going to say you're garbage. I think you'd have been okay barring everything that came up. To be honest, I think you'd have been Okay. You would probably still have a job if all the politics didn't get involved, which I really do hate. I hate mixing politics and sports. That's why I won't do it on this show. You know, with this Colin Kaepernick situation, I'm not going to dive into politics. Like, I'm not going to really exercise my opinion on the situation. I just, I'm not going to do that. So, um, Colin, I wish you the best. I really don't understand why you'd come in at this point. Especially after three years, I don't, you know, you got other ventures, you know, I thought that, you know, were more important to you when it came to all that. And, you know, I don't think it's a good decision, but uh, worth a try, I guess. And, you know, I wish you the best, man. All right, guys, moving on to does Lamar Jackson deserve to be in the MVP race? Let me start out with. Hell yeah, he deserves to be in the MVP race, baby. Absolutely, this is ridiculous. People need to stop throwing dirt on my man Lamar's name. And honestly, I wasn't a believer at the end of the season. 
uh, not the end of the season, the beginning of the season, I was not a believer in Lamar Jackson whatsoever. But uh, why don't you just take a look, man? Just take a look. How, how could you not be a believer of this guy? How could you not be a believer of this guy? I'm not talking about the run against the Bengals where he diced them up. and Dude, he just beat New England, man. He just beat New England. And it's not like he, he had some great team to do it with. He didn't have – like his wide receivers aren't all pro. He doesn't have an all pro really tight end. He don't got – I mean, Ingram's solid, but, you know, he's not, he's not young anymore. And he got, he got ran a little bit in New Orleans. Lamar Jackson is a absolute monster. And if you don't think so, I'm, I'm questioning why. I'm really questioning why. You say he can't throw the football? Yes, he can. That's another thing I really appreciate about, appreciate about Lamar Jackson with his legs and with his athletic ability. He doesn't have to improve as a passer, really. If he wanted to, he could just use his athleticism to jump around and kill you. But that's not true. Through his through his second year, man, the improvement with his arm and his decision making is absolutely ridiculous. He is making a vast improvement. Vast improvement. And people are saying that um his athleticism has a shelf life, you know, this won't last long. excuse me i'm sorry um that he won't last long first of all he is not cam newton and there's a difference between his athleticism and cam newton's athleticism and cam newton was a guy who um when he ran he liked to stand up linebackers for whatever magical reason that I don't understand, I get he's huge, but he's 6'5", you know, 250, 260. But um, he doesn't let himself get hit. Cam Newton would initiate contact sometimes, and he would get his bell rung, and he would put his body on the line to get hurt. That's what, that's what Cam Newton did. Cam Newton used his body a lot more when it came as he used his body as a weapon a lot more than Lamar Jackson does. And Jim, Lamar Jackson is highly smart. He doesn't he doesn't take big hits in the middle of the field. If he sees that he's his body is in jeopardy in the middle of the field and the safeties are coming down, he slides. He gets down. He understands when he's about to get hit. And people are saying it's going to take one big hit. He's being smart. Like, he's being smart. He's not trying, like, when if, if you let him bust wide open, he busts it wide open. But he doesn't sit there and look for it. Like, he's he runs the ball, but if, if you give him an opening, and he sprints if you give him an opening. But he knows when he's about to get hit. He gets down, and people, uh, again, people talking about the shelf life athleticism. I do believe there's a shelf life in a little bit of speed. I don't think, you know, in five, six years, you'll have the same – Get off. Like, I don't think he'll have the same acceleration. I don't think he'll have the same 40 time. But when it comes to this, this, what he's showing is improving as a passer. It'll be easy for him. Really, really easy for him. To get out of pockets. 
to beat some DNs to the edge, to be just a good mobile quarterback. He doesn't always have to be what he is right now. And now he's young. You know, he's using though that little the speed and the the durability to his advantage. But he'll still have that speed when it when it comes down to it. He's really still going to have that speed here in five six years. I don't. I just don't think he'll be a little bit slower when it comes to sprinting. But as long as he protects himself, then he gets down. He's supposed to get down. He won't have an issue. He will not have an issue when it comes to his athleticism and losing it. I think people are finding a reason to hate on him because they don't like the evolved quarterbacks. I got news for everybody. Every quarterback that's coming into the league is a runner. The speed in the league is about to go skyrocket because every young guy that's coming in has legs. We're going to have some Josh Allens, man. That can throw better. Lamar Jackson definitely is a better thrower than Josh Allen. That guy is impressing me, and I believe you. I'm telling you guys, I'm telling the truth. I was not on his bandwagon at the beginning of the year when he was playing well. Not on his bandwagon. But, you know, seeing the things that he's managed to do this year, I have no choice. I have no choice, and he absolutely deserves to be in the MVP race against Russell Wilson. Which has had some good games, man. Don't get me wrong, but no, Lamar Jackson is so more, so much more important to the Ravens. That whole offense goes as he goes, period. He doesn't have a Chris Carson to even help him out. And I'll tell you what, they should have lost that game, like I said earlier in the show. And the two games they did lose, when the two games they did lose before they went up against the 49ers, guess how many yards uh, Chris Carson had in both of those games? Combined, he had 117 yards with like 36 carries, and you can't say they didn't give him the ball because he carried it 15 times one game and then 21 times the next. When Chris Carson cannot get going, Russell Wilson struggles, and they should have lost that game. The 49ers gift wrap to him, so I don't want to hear the fact that he's better. I think I think Lamar Jackson should be the front runner right now for MVP of the NFL, and that is my take. And I don't. I don't, I don't. I almost just don't care who disagrees, man. That kid is special, and he deserves all the praise he's getting. And that is what it is. So the next segment we are going to get to, guys, is is Dallas going to miss the playoffs? This is this is a weird one, man, because they've already lost games they they shouldn't be losing. And uh, to get into the NFC playoffs, man, you're not going to be able to just walk in there with a shitty record. I'm going to tell you that right now. Because Seahawks are going to have a good record by the end of the year. And that's that's it is what it is, man. Then you got the Eagles. So Cowboys next week, we're just going to go through this. Cowboys next week, they go to Lions. I think they'll win that one. Patriots, they'll probably lose. Bills, um, I don't know if their offense is good enough to beat the Cowboys and their defense does not defend the run well. So I think, I think they can manage to beat them. (coughs) (coughs) So what that would be like, what are they now? Let's see there. That's one. That's two. That's three, three, one, three, two, three and three, four and three, five and three. Five and four. Okay, so six and four at the Lions. 
They'll probably lose to the Patriots uh, six and five, and then they got the Bills. I think they'll win seven and five. Uh, the Bears, no, nah, I'm not too sold on the Bears, so I'm just probably gonna say eight and five. Rams, I think they have a good chance to lose that one. So I'd go eight and six. Cowboys, Eagles, I think the Eagles will beat them at home. So eight and seven, and they'll probably go nine and seven, beating the Redskins to close out the year. And to look at the standings in the NFC, to the teams that are going to go regardless. You got the Vikings in your way, and they just beat you. And you got the Seahawks in your way if you don't win the division. No. If they don't win the they don't win the plethora of games that are coming up, they will not make the playoffs this year. And I'm probably I'm not going to bet on it. I'm not going to bet on them missing the playoffs this year. I think the um, I think the Eagles. I don't. I don't know how much I can trust the Eagles this year, man. I'm sorry. They play the Patriots in the next week, so that's probably an L. Yeah, they play the Patriots. Then they got the Seahawks, which I think they're going to lose to. But their latter part of this season, good lord. NY, Redskins, easy. And then the Giants, easy again. They only have to beat the Cowboys. And if they beat the Cowboys, Cowboys aren't the Cowboys are missing the playoffs, man. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't trust the Eagles to beat them. I don't trust the Eagles to win out. So I'm just going to give my prediction and say the Cowboys are probably going to make the playoffs. They're going to get their wild card spot. I don't know how far they're going to go, but I think they'll make a wild card spot. Because they're going to win their division. So, I – good luck. I, I, that's what I think, man. Good luck to the Cowboys. I think they're a decent team. They need to have a few problems they need to address. But probably a new head coach. But I think they're going to make the playoffs. So, that's how we go. All right, guys. Appreciate you guys coming out today to with me to view – the Sports Aren't Censored podcast. Please come back. Find me on any major platform, Apple, Spotify, anything like that. Please visit again, and please leave reviews, and please give me some feedback. It doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. I can take it. I'm a big boy. All right. Thank you, guys.